You're listening to episode number two for the More Than a Woman podcast. Welcome to the More Than a Woman podcast. I'm your host, Valerie. I'm a money and mindset coach for women. And this is the show to listen to if you want the push, the reminder, the permission that you can a thousand percent be the woman you dream to be. And you could live that rich life because you are more than your mind, more than your money, more than any of your roles and everyone else's expectations of you. You are more. How many times have you made new year resolutions or new month goals and fell back on your goals one week or two months in? How many times have you told yourself this is the week you declutter and find joy or this is the weekend you clean your car out and get it washed only to spend your time scrolling social media or binging Netflix shows like Sex Education? By the way, I love that show. How many times did you tell yourself you weren't going to impulse spend on Amazon anymore and only eat out once a week to then have all your groceries go bad because you've been eating out daily or you're getting Amazon deliveries every other day? Girl, you're micro-quitting and you don't even know it. Micro-quits are the subtle way your brain rationalizes deviating from your goal or plan just a little bit. You're breaking promises to yourself and you don't even notice it happening. Or sometimes you do, but you just shrug it off and pay no mind to it. It's a subtle self-sabotage. And although these seem small, they end up adding up. You start developing anxiety, stress, overwhelm, because you're living your life half in and half out. You don't make fully committed decisions. This impacts your entire life. It impacts how you show up as a professional and a human being, what kind of partner you pick, how you socialize, etc. We talked in episode one on how your brain likes to be comfortable. It wants proof you don't need or want to change. By micro-quitting, you give your brain evidence as to why it's right and that you are never going to reach your goals, so why bother? A lot of clients, when they start working with me with their finances, in the first few weeks ask me questions like, why am I not getting better? Is it even possible for me to reach that goal? How is that even going to work? These questions are coming from your brain, who has already decided it wants you to quit. It already quit on your goals and you don't even realize it. Here's an example of how it might be showing up. You want to get better with your finances. You're ready to get control back. You're tired of living paycheck to paycheck, so you decide you're going to do all the things your coach, me, told you to do. It's time. You decide you're going to commit to five hours a week implementing all the strategies. You're super motivated, so you're tracking your expenses and checking your bank account daily. You open up a high-yield savings account and are paying extra to debt. You're sending money to your emergency fund and not shopping for what you don't need on Amazon. You're doing great. You know your numbers, you have a spending plan in place, but then your day job gets crazy and the hours change or a new project is thrown your way and your family's having all these events and birthdays coming up. So you decide that you've been doing a great job with your money and you're tired and so, so busy. So you decide that one day of tracking your expenses doesn't matter. Next, you decide there's way too much going on, so you're going to order out instead of cook dinner. Then you decide, since it's been a rough week, it's okay if you skip this week from sending money to your savings and instead buy some stuff online, because you deserve it. Then it becomes, I'll do it next week, and one week becomes three. You justify your actions and you say to yourself that nothing bad happened. You're still on track. At least you started, right? And you do a little less every day and you don't get the results you want because you forgot all about your goals in the first place. You decide that the work you've been doing, all the momentum you've created doesn't really matter because you aren't rich yet anyway. So it's no big deal to do a little less. Now, can you spot the spiral? I hope you can see the problem there. How are you micro-quitting on a daily basis? These subtle small decisions limit self-trust and integrity. The danger of it is never feels harmful or scary when you actually do it. It doesn't feel risky or cause any strong emotions, so it feels just okay. 
Microquits chip away at your progress. Over time, you wonder why you are putting in all this hard work but not getting the reward or results you worked so hard for. Then you start to feel bad about yourself and wonder why you can't get your stuff together. Over time, your brain gradually convinces you to give up completely. Here's a few sneaky thoughts to keep an ear out for. I can't handle this. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll send that or do it later. I'll start next week or next month or on Monday. I'll wait till I'm fully confident or when I know all of the info possible. While it still feels like you're working, what you're really doing is you're negotiating with your goal to remove the discomfort you feel about how far away you think you are from your goal. You choose not to show up. You don't take risks. You end up not having your own back. You start to negotiate with your goals, with your why, and you forget why it's important. And then you start to diminish the value of what you're trying to create or reach. Did all this hit too close to home? Take a second and think about the times that you micro quit. Here's what to do about it. Number one, be honest with yourself. If you don't want to do the work, it's okay. Just be honest. Make your decisions confidently. Number two, make a list of your most recent quits. Think of this year. Is this a pattern for you? How many times have you started a new routine, a new plan, a new exercise? Number three, recommit. It's okay to have a slip up, but remember and focus on why you wanted to go after this goal in the first place. Number four, write down all possible whys, and it's okay to have more than one. Because your why may not work for you today, so you better have a backup why that will. Number five, get ahead of your thoughts and decide what you want to think when your brain tells you this is too hard or that you don't know how to handle the uncertainty. Feeling overwhelmed is okay. Journal like I shared with you in the first episode. Number six, think about all the reasons you are proud of yourself for not having quit in the past. Make a list of your past wins. The jobs, the projects, the late nights, all the things you didn't quit that totally paid off. You can do hard things, and I know you have proof of them. Number seven, notice when you are in halt. So H, hungry. A, angry. L, lonely. T, tired. Halt. If you're in these spaces, you're going to want to quit. Remember who you want to be after those feelings pass. Remember, you got this. You are more than your micro quits. It has been my pleasure to share this message with you today. I hope you got a lot out of this topic. And if you have any questions or comments, please do not hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram at Holistically Money Savvy. Also, if you find yourself called or in need of a money mindset coach, I have one-on-one coaching spots available. Book your interest call on my Instagram bio link. Till next time, ciao. Thanks for listening to the More Than a Woman podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to rate and review the show and share it with your sister, best friend, mother, aunt, coworker, and any other woman that you feel needs to hear these words. It's the best way you can show your support. I'd also love to connect on Instagram. So go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode or a picture of you listening to the show and share it to your Instagram stories and mention me at Holistically Money Savvy. Also, if you'd like to join our More Than a Woman community to get all the behind the scenes goodies and meetups, subscribe to our email list with the link in our show notes. Until then, remember, you have a story, you have something to say, you have rooms to fill and crowns to wear. You were made for more.